Process Podcast episode 323. And how's your day sound? Uh, it's all right. I haven't Good. really done much today. That's okay. It's Friday. You don't you don't need to. No. You don't need to do much. Got a uh I got a text this morning from Jewel, who's a girl I used to live with in Barry. And she'll do this occasionally where she just texts me out of the blue. Right. Stuff that for the average person is completely out of context. But for us, the podcast makes complete and perfect sense. So this is the text that I get this morning at 8.50. Which is about the podcast. It's about the podcast. She listens. Okay. She's one of the three people that's listened to more than 50 episodes this year. Okay. Respect. I'm excited. So today at 8.50 a.m., she texts me, drinking beer while building a Lego set. Goals. First, I was like, wait a second, what? She listened to the podcast. Mm-hmm. And that was how I started my day with something like that, which I thought was pretty interesting. Yeah. That's another. It was quite uh, nice. Yeah, that is a vibe, isn't it? Oh, it really is. Honestly, I don't think I've actually done it yet. You know, I was joking about it the other day about doing it as a four year old drunk. But now you can. Um, you can yeah. properly consume alcohol and properly build a Lego set. Yeah. Which I'm. You are a full adult. Definitely make a conscious effort to do that christmas yes yes you have to i just had one beer i didn't go crazy oh i was gonna go i just had one you know you know what's fun is on uh, drive tribe which is like the youtube channel and the uh website kind of media whatever brand that was started i believe by um jeremy clarkson richard hammond and james may like after they finished it was around the time of the Grand Tour, I think. Then kind of after that died down, they were doing that. And they do, you know, YouTube videos between the three of them and a bunch of fun shit. And mm-hmm. I remember way back there, I think they did it twice. And it was a live stream. Um, and it was James May and Richard Hammond. And they sat at a table building the same Lego set. They each had the same one. It was like a little, uh-huh. little like, I don't know if it was Technic or a little, little go-kart right, right on. set. Um and they they had one of the producers or something they'd ask him car related questions like car hmm. trivia oh and whoever got it wrong had to take a shot of which was vodka right in the middle of the screen but but on the label had a piece of paper taped over with a sharpie on it that or it was a printout that said for legal Water. reasons this is not vodka <laughs> nice but they were clearly getting nice. plastered by the end of it. Building a Lego oh. set, drinking vodka, uh, answering car trivia. That's like the biggest. I think they like might have done it ever. a second time. Same premise, but um, it was like uh, live stream. It was like fan questions or something. Oh, that's pretty I cool. Think. I like that. Um, yeah, that'd be kind of fun. Getting drunk and building a Lego set would be, especially a Technic set where they're more challenging. Yeah. You can imagine that's a whole experience in and of itself. Yeah. That I'm open to the possibility of attempting. I would, but it means yeah. procuring the alcohol and then procuring a Technic set. 
I would love, I was thinking about this the other day, actually, I would love, um, I don't say if I ever, but I hope at some point I'll have the opportunity to own one of the big Technic car sets. Like one of the three, $400 ones? Yeah, like one of the, one of the, it's totally doable. One of the big ones, right? And it would be really cool to do a video. Like a build process? Yeah. Mm. But do it in a very nice way and, you know, where you have like, a layout where you like organize you like null all the pieces oh wow on a table and you have this like you know like um exploded kind of just all the parts and you're assembling yeah, it yeah mm-hmm. i just think that'd be really cool it'd be really smart and i, I took a nice few photos photos with it after it's put together that'd be nice as i was building the bird of paradise i took a few photos with the film camera I don't know how they'll turn out until I develop the film. Um, I did take a few videos actually with with my phone, but I didn't like try to capture everything. I was like, I just want to be engrossed in the building of a Lego set because it's been so long since I put a a Lego set together. I was like, I want to just enjoy and savor every moment. Man, on a film camera, like the Lego plant, if it was like in a background with other real plants, on a film camera i feel would like be a really cool like a really cool vibe yeah like that would look really neat like it almost trick yourself be like wait is this like wait a second is that real yeah like photoshopped or like why is it it would almost be like a surreal look i think especially if the lighting was right yeah i feel like that'd be pretty sweet once once i bring the plants to the apartment and i bring the lego set that'll be something to try out just have all yeah. the plants set up along the wall and then the little the little bird of paradise plant stuck in the middle of it and it's like oh is that a real is that a real plant develop mm. the film look at it it's like i can't even tell if i own that or not is that real is that not that's that's an interesting observation i'm looking forward to getting those photos developed i've got like four rolls of film over the last year and a half mm. that i haven't developed and i've got two rolls left a film to use so i figured i'm just gonna bring everything in at once and just do it all at the same time i really want a film camera you can get them pretty cheap like if you go to henry's which is a camera store you can easily find locations around it's like a chain of camera stores Mm. um but if you're downtown there's downtown camera in toronto and there's probably some in the Kitchener, Waterloo, Cambridge region. I would I imagine. I think there's a Henry's, like Guelph or something. Yeah, I think there is. Or I think there is Kitchener. It's like Guelph or Kitchener. I think there is one. I remember when I looked it up, and there was one nearby. And sometimes they sell um, used film cameras, used cameras in general. Um, and occasionally, you can get a used film camera that's in good working order, that still fires and everything. Um, and depending on the model and depending on the condition that it's in, could get it anywhere from like 30 bucks up to 50, 60, 70 bucks, depending on the model. Oh, dude, I was expecting you to say a couple of hundred, to be honest. Oh, no, 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 So that's like actually, I just like the idea, like, it'd be, you know, it'd be a funny idea for me, which would be a real like trial by fire kind of approach, which would be my first camera that I buy isn't digital. It's a straight fucking film. And that would be good for you. And I just think. like a good challenge. Ex- experiment it that way. Mm-hmm. You know, that's what I'm doing with my car. 
first car I buy, and it's going to be a completely analog car. Yeah, and it doesn't. No driver aids, no safety. You crash, you die. (laughs) But as as you do. But as a camera approach, that's a good. That's a good idea. No aids, nothing. Like I saw something that was like, I feel like it was like a someone I follow on Instagram, some designer or some photographer, and it was like a post. It's just a collection of like, kind of like the I think, I think it was, you know, the role of film that they use on like a vacation or like it was a trip in japan or something like that right but it was oh, like cool. you know all the good shots that you pick to, to show people it was all the mm. leftovers oh nice or something like that or like a few of the leftovers that they're like he didn't use you know for his main posts um but i think the caption or something it was like the idea of like even shitty photos look good on film they really do they really do kind of thing like you know there's something so nice about the imperfectness of that medium and like i've had so many not so many i've had a handful of photos simply not turn out so they're not developed because they're either too overexposed or too underexposed or too blurry so that it's either it's like it's black it's white or it's just a mess of color um so if you're getting it developed at a like if you're sending it out to get developed Typically, they won't develop those anyway because it's kind of just a waste. Right. Um, they'll only develop stuff that turns out, say, 75% of the thing and up. Um, but I've had a few that have been developed, but they've been out of focus. There's one of Evelyn that I took like three years ago when we were in the forest one time. And like she's completely out of focus. The what is in and I thought she was in focus when I was taking the photo but what is in focus is like a random branch and a leaf in front of her (laughs) that's cool but when you look at it the grain gives it this like gives it this already fuzzed quality and even though she's out of focus and you can tell she's out of focus it still looks kind of somewhat intentional yeah for some reason I don't really know why that's like Again, going back to like when we um, went to Moon River, mm, and yes, yes. like the other day when I was in the one post or using finally using one of the images from that day, one of the photos, and I kind of got reacquainted with the collection of photos I took. You know, it was the first time me actually using like a like a good camera that wasn't a mm-hmm. phone in a very long time, mm-hmm. right? And like I'm no expert, I, I I feel like I have a somewhat better eye than average people, just because of like definitely, definitely more being than an art designer and having person. having an eye for creativity, right? Mm-hmm. But I think I even saying to you is like you know, obviously like the big you know, wow, world class photographer shots of like these animals and or it's like a landscape. And I'm like, yeah, it looks great, but like to me it's a bit boring, so it's expected, like see it every time it's like oh yeah it's a nice beat you know it's the beach with the ocean in the background the sky wow very nice photo yeah composition is good i wouldn't have chosen that whatever but some of the images i took that day they're so random and weird but i love them like there's one that i remember when i took i was like why do i love this so much it was just random and it's like <laughs> looking up at a weird angle and okay. there's like some trees around the bottom of the image around me and then one of like the telephone poles just going up with one of the lines just going across on an angle on the and then the sky behind it and it's not like 
you know, compositionally, it might be a pile of shit, you know, to an actual photographer, somebody who knows a lot more than me. But there's something about it to me that, like, just I connect with. It. I'm like, I think that's so rad. I don't know what it is, but there's something about it that's just, like, cool. I don't know. It's like it's not letting the norms or the standard of it has to be well composed to be a good photo. It has to meet like this type of proportion. It has to be this type of uh, uh, shutter speed, or it has yeah, to look this like, way. It's also to like be a good photo. I'm not selling these images or putting in a gallery or going to put online and try to become a professional photographer. So it's like I don't give a yeah, fuck. Who cares? <laughs> it's just for me. Like, and that's that's the beautiful part of it is. You're doing it for you. You're doing it, A, because you enjoy it, and B, you're just experimenting with it. And the happy accidents that happen along the way, like that photo, you're not trying to get a specific result. You're just trying in general. Yeah, and it's even like, right? you know, when you see the, you know, slew films, or slew film. Oh, I love that, dude. I want to do dill.film. You should. You should see before it gets taken, right? And that's True. like a team time trial. I haven't done anything with it yet, but just to have it so I have it kind of thing, right? It's like buying domains. Yeah, exactly, right? Um, but even his, it's like that That gives such a vibe, those images of like hanging out in an art studio, which is yours with your friends. Mm. And it's, you look at the film and you probably say the same thing and being like, well, you know, oh, this is not compositionally perfect. It's like, yeah, but it's an in-the-moment shot where you all might be a bit tipsy and there's music playing and you're playing a board game or you're just chilling, having fun or whatever. Like, mm-hmm. why does that have to be perfect? If it was perfect, it might look fake. It might look like everything was too, was set up, staged. right? Yeah. It was staged. That was the word. Um, and then that's kind of, like, boring, you know? I see a lot of, like, posts and, like, videos or it's like a video of, like, you know, a montage of images to, like, a cool song or whatever. And a lot of them are, like, cars car pictures that i like looking at but then also there's ones where those randomly pop up that's like like friends out on a trip somewhere in europe and it's just like a night out or a weekend or something Mm -hmm. and it's like they're not perfect images but they're like on film or they vetted it so it looks kind of like film Mm -hmm. it's just such a vibe because it's so like random it's in the moment it's it's fun it's not like oh i'm trying to you know set up the most compositionally beautiful photo of humanity's ever seen it's like no i don't give a fuck about Mm. that that's true there's there's a guy on youtube his name is richie ollie he's an australian he's from sydney or the suburbs of sydney so around there and he doesn't post very often and when i say he doesn't post very often i think his last video went up like a year and a half ago i think before or before the pandemic the last video went up and he doesn't have many videos. There's maybe 20 or 25 total. Um, but I, I, became, I, found, I found his videos when I was in Australia. Um, and for some reason, they're so enthralling. Mm. He's got one. And there's, I think there, there's more of a emotional, nostalgic, trying to pull on your heart forward slash brain strings with the topics of the videos more sentimental mm. less less montagey in the sense that it's just 
a bunch of stuff, but he's trying to make you feel something by the, by making these videos. And he's a young kid. He's like maybe 19 or 20. Oh, okay. Um, but the vi- there's, there's so many videos, first off. And it's the way that he cuts the... Most of them are cut to music, which is okay. But the way that he does it is just so tremendous. And I look at that and it's all done on on a like a DSLR. It's on a mirrorless camera. I think it's on a Sony. But it's also imperfect in the sense that like the camera shakes. Sometimes it goes out of focus. Sometimes right. it hunts for focus. Sometimes you hear like the wind crackling in the microphone or it's pointing down at his feet because he's like walking around with his friends. But it's those like imperfect qualities that add so much to it and so much realness to it. You watch, you're, you're watching it and you think that could be a video that I made or one of my friends made that time that we all went camping. I think that's why everyone like if, if you're a, if you're a friend group that goes camping or goes on road trips or does this or does that, um, or goes to cottages and whatnot together. I think that's why your people who do that always have those photos of everyone sitting on the dock or people sitting in the Skoka chairs or people playing like beach volleyball. And then a few people are looking at the camera and then a few people aren't mm-hmm. is because it's not a staged thing. It's not a perfectly planned thing. It's everybody get together. I'm going to take a picture and then, 30 seconds later everyone's on to the next thing or you're walking in a group of people on a hike one day when you're camping and then you take a photo of everyone as they're going up this trail and it's kind of out of focus because people are walking not everyone's stopping their image is a little bit fuzzy but the trees are all nice and sharp and like that's that's like what a memory is in a sense where Mm -hmm. certain details are clear certain details are fuzzy yeah, I could tell you a lot about what we did on the day that we went to Moon River, but some details are fuzzy just because that's how the brain works. You can't process everything. Mm-hmm. And I think that's pretty cool. Yeah. I was also thinking, I was like, man, I just want to film camera to take pictures of the Porsche too. Because that would oh, be so cool. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah. to do like, you know, like, pictures of us working on it like the steps mm. the stages the process of it yes. but in film that'd be really yes. easy, i think that'd be really rad i have i have my grandfather's old film camera from 1974 damn that's wild and it's a minolta it's a minolta something i don't yeah, I might have my parents it. they have a knowing my parents I'll they very well it, could and they'll be like oh yeah we got one kicking our jesus christ give me it they they could they might i'll ask them they, they might, might your grandparents might. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Because those things were, they were expensive. Like the price of digital cameras, mirrorless cameras now. Like you look at the camera that Nick bought for. Yeah. I won't say how much he bought it for because that's his business. It's expensive. But it's, it's expensive. Impressive camera. And the price of film cameras back then, like the price of cameras it's themselves haven't really changed that much. It's just the technology yeah. has changed. And I think this one, when it came out, was on the pricier end. But I think he got it because he, my grandfather worked for Fuji, which was a film supplier, um, like Fuji Film, yep. 
supplied film to Minolta, I think, vaguely familiar. Um, And I think that's how he got it as like a thank you thing from a, because he was a sales guy back then for Fujifilm. So, and I have that. And I kind of started using it properly, seriously, like last July, kind of. Um, Took photos here and there. Nothing super exciting. But, and then I like kind of lost interest in it or I just never used it, never made an attempt to use it. And then seeing uh, Slew post all of his film photos and how frequently he's capturing that stuff. And I'll, I'll take photos all the time on my phone, 100%. But it's almost so easy. Yeah. I'm like, I, I want a bit of resistance, maybe? Well, that is just, is just the aesthetic, I think. Mm. Like, I don't know. Like, when you look at an iPhone camera, it's like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, cool. But like, like you're saying, the film almost has like a, a memory, a dream-like memory-like quality mm-hmm. to it when you look at it, right? Whether it's the lighting in the film and the fuzziness and it's not perfectly clear. It's a bit fuzzy. It's literally it's like a dream digital. or a memory, right? It's like, yeah, you know, it's almost like digital is like too good. I think it is. It's funny. It's like, you know, when I did that one poster in Stacey's poster, it's like that was one of the images I took on your camera, mm-hmm. Moon River. And I like ended up you know, putting a shit ton of film grade over it because that's the aesthetic. It's like, to so you're, you're taking the image perfect. and clear, crystal clear, you know, they spent all this time R&Ding to make this camera as crisp as possible and I go and add noise to it anyways. Yeah. Because that's the aesthetic I want. I want works. the old, you know, imperfect, film-like, rough, artistic quality to it, right? Mm-hmm. You don't need it to vibe. be super polished, right? No, and that's like where like the fun is kind of, you know. I very much agree. I very much it's agree. It. And it's one of those things it's like, you know, if you ever look at like old photos of your parents. Oh, dude, we did so much of that last like weekend Polaroids moving everything stuff. from the basement. It's got yeah. a different vibe to it when you look at the memories, it does. right? Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, looking back and seeing like real crisp, clear photos is cool, but like it'd be nice to look back like with the Porsche. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if I like you know, kept all the rolls of film kind of thing. Oh, yeah. Of documenting yes. it. And yes. then, by, like, in a couple of years' time, when it's done, it's on the road, and I get them all, you know. Get them developed. Developed. Them and up. now you've got this, like, memory that I'd show to my kids, you know, because mm. hopefully I'll have the car still at that point. And I'll be like, look, Fuck. this is what it was on fucking film. And it'll be like, are you that nice. old? Or didn't they have, you have phones? You it's like, yeah, but this is cooler. <laughs> Like when you grow older, you'll understand a, that it's just cooler. You know, that's so true. It's more of an aesthetic. It's like to have, oh yeah, the documenting process of my building my Porsche on film than just digital. It feels more timeless. Because if I posted the digital images online, anyways, I'd probably add shit ton of film grain to it, anyways. So it's like, <laughs> exactly. You might as well take it with a film grain and almost hope that it's kind of out of focus. And it's just again like. It's like, you know, yeah, love digital watches. <laughs> Electric cars are cool. You know, a laptop is cool. But there's something about a film camera or something about 
an old like simple non-digital car mm-hmm. just about an analog watch or a typewriter something an- analog and mechanical there's just a i don't know like there's something there's more of like a connection to it i feel like you know i think it's part of the reason to loop it back to one of the earlier episodes this week i think it's why people buy those expensive mechanical watches it's because so much of it's made by hand and so yeah, much still of that is... appreciation for like what humans can yeah. build kind of thing you know mm-hmm. and like with film cameras the fact that we developed that not to use a development pun but i, I did it anyway nice the fact that you can press a button that opens a thing of light sometimes up to one one thousandth in a second that blasts an image through series is a series of discs of like concave and convex glass mm. onto a thin little strip of substrate that has chemicals in it that like creates an image with color and depth based off of the light coming through these these discs of glass attached to this mechanical body all and purely mechanical too and it's purely the entire process is physical parts moving mm-hmm. as a as a as an organized team up to know. one one thousandth of a second it's not just like click and then the computer does all the rest kind of thing you know, it's the thing and with like you typewriter can... you press a key and you can see how what it's moving to then put that letter on the paper yeah with a watch, like you could open it up or look at it, and it's not just like a digital watch, but it's just a circuit board that you can look at, and it doesn't do anything when it's when it's on, mm-hmm. you know. But with like a a watch, you could look at all the cogs and the and the gears and everything moving together, yeah. just to move these two fuck like free hands, you know. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, I don't know, just just the aesthetic it's... is just cool. I think. I, it's it's the whole analog, physical, mechanical thing. It's why we like writing with pens on paper. It's why we like mechanical watches versus an Apple watch. Mm-hmm. It's why you look at a even a Braun mechanical watch. Car. It's why, yeah. It's why a, it's yeah. why a Braun watch looks so much nicer and has so much more character than an Apple watch. Because if the battery's dead in an Apple watch. It's just a lifeless black screen. Can't do anything. Same thing can be said for a camera, right? Yeah, a film camera runs on batteries. So does a digital camera. But but it's a power it's just a power source. There's exactly. no digital um part in the process of taking the image. Mm-hmm. Like the new cameras that Canon has, like the Canon R3. Is basic. It, it's basically a supercomputer and a camera for what <laughs> right. it's able to do, like tracking humans, tracking this, tracking that, identifying things, auto-adjusting screen flickers. Like it'll automatically set the shutter speed at a specific rate to cancel out the specific um, refresh rate of whatever screen you're looking at. That's nuts. Yeah. Like there's a. They do a demo of it inside of a car and then looking at a laptop screen and then looking at a phone. 
which all have different refresh rates for the screens. Mm -hmm. And you look at it, you like press the, like half press the trigger, which is typically what you do to find focus on something. And it like scans the thing, identify, it's looking at something. Right. And it's like, oh, it's, it's this. We've like counteracted our internals. Now it looks fine. Blows That's wild, mind. man. That's insane. It's you look at like the F one highlights where they're going super slow mo going around a corner yeah. and you see the LED lights flashing yep. in the background. This thing cancels that out. That's insane. It's freaking remarkable. Separate to have what how it's taking the photo too. Yeah. It's also on a camera that costs like nine thousand dollars. Yeah, but it's like that's beside the point. That's that's insane. But again, for like mm -hmm. a regular person, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. I want cool film looking things. <laughs> and this goes back to like back in October, we were talking about this just before Grace's wedding, actually. We were talking about like documenting times with friends. Yeah. And I think what, I w what I'd like to do is have the film camera on like a little side table or a little, you can get stumps, like old uh, log offcuts from work. That are not usable because they're like a foot long. Mm -hmm. I have that as like a little side table. And the camera lives on that, and making a conscious effort to use it in more than just going going out with friends to do this or whatever. It's like take a photo. If there's a nice sunrise, take a photo of the nice sunrise. If I make a bomb ass breakfast, take a picture of the bomb ass breakfast. If you come over and we have beers and just do nothing, we build Lego. And build Lego, we take a photo of that because we can. It's like, why not? I like the idea. Yeah. Is is invited as well if y'all want to come Rad. over on, on Sunday. Rad. Or whenever. Show up whenever. I'll be there. I'd like, I just such a vibe. Like, yeah. I just, I just thought the ideas of like, you know, a car and mm. taking pictures of that on a film. I'm like, it makes sense. It's an 80s car. Mm -hmm. It needs. An 80s film camera. Write down, write down Canon AE1. Because that was when I was last at Henry's last year picking up film. They had a they had the, the Canon AE1 there, which is like a standard run-of-the-mill average film camera. Um, perfectly suitable for what you would need. And I think it was like $45. That's a maybe lot. 50 bucks. I just have to pick up some batteries rechargeable batteries some film and there mm -hmm. we go learn how to fucking there you go. switch out the film yeah i watched a lot of youtube videos for that yeah i'm sure it's pretty it might even know to be honest i'm sure they take used film camera yeah before. your mom seems like the type of gal who's yeah, i bet my dad would because film cameras my my dad's dad was a photographer in the navy and he would have used film camera well he did use yeah. film camera is this the same grandfather that's writing the book no, that's my mom's dad. No, that's mom's dad. That's your mom's no, my dad's dad. dad is the used to be in the navy. Now plays golf and does watercolor painting. Jeez, that's dope. Yeah, he's the one that looks like Sean Connery, like oh, identical. Really? Looks like Sean Connery. Yeah. Whoa. Or looked like Sean Connery. I don't know. He, he, he still lives in the UK, right? Yeah. Yeah. He very well may still have cameras. I'm sure he would. Right? Who knows? The, the box that I use for all, like some of the model making stuff out on my desk, 
mm-hmm. right of my right of me, the old wooden box. That used to be his film camera box. So he'd gather around all this stuff associated with his camera that he would need. That was that's the box he used. Dude. When that's he was so cool. younger and then my dad used it as a model making box as a kid. Mm-hmm. And then that just got stored for a long time and now I have it as a model making box. That's so freaking cool. Yeah, no, you'd always tell stories of like or my dad would tell stories of stories he heard from him growing up being on like ships in the navy and being in the in the red room developing wow. film on the ship and stuff like that. That's freaking wild, man. That is so cool. Yeah, I he must that. have one. I mean, whether that. or not he, he has to. I don't know, but we'll see. Maybe not. Maybe not yet. Give it give it time. Yeah. But I would I would talk to your parents and see if they have see Yo, if they you still got any have film them. cameras lying around? Yeah. Even if they don't have them in the house, I'm sure they have them in like a storage thing or something like that. Maybe. They might have got rid of them. Who knows? Sure, my parents got, they always say, you know, they always got rid of a lot of things because it was like cheap junk in the day. And then now it's like, oh, yeah, we already kept that. Yeah, that's true. Well, that's like we've kept all of the old um, stereo CD VHS players Mm. or like the NAD systems. Yeah. We've got like three of them downstairs from the countless boat anchor tvs that were bought throughout the day with the big old cathode ray tubes in right them. and they're still worth the same amount now as they were back then <laughs> so i was like we're not gonna get rid of those i'm like nice nice rca speakers nice i feel like bose is bose makes good speakers but bose speakers are still expensive yeah and it's electronic sound whereas these are all it's an electronic speaker they're all it's analog wired. it's analog they're freaking huge and they're freaking heavy. That's why they're under the stairs. Yeah, it's all uh what is it? Vacuum tubes and uh Yeah. Was it um not neon but like all like the gas tubes and stuff like that and Yeah, like argon gas. Argon gas tubes and like vacuum tubes and all the yeah, all like the rudimentary mm-hmm. electronics and stuff, all the cable off. Yeah, yeah. Cool stuff. you got the red, the white, and the yellow uh-huh. wires at the back. Subwoofer weighs like 700 pounds. It's huge and beefy yeah. and bassy. It's gorgeous. Vibe, though. It's a big vibe. It's a big vibe. Might bring, might try and hook up two of the speakers to the, see if they're hook upable to um to a monitor as, like, as an output. So there are a couple, a little Those bit of rewiring. Speakers? Yeah. Yeah, I mean those the red, white, and yellow. That I believe that's what got replaced by the HDMI. I believe. Well, that would make sense because that was the audiovisual cables, which mm-hmm. got replaced by HDMI. Um, I'm sure if there's an adapter, there's probably some way of getting it. Has to, there has to be. There has to be. Has to be. We'll check it out. We'll check it out. I'm going to bring up the whole LinkedIn comment thing on Monday. Right. Because we got sidetracked. Whenever yeah. we have a plan, we never stick yeah. to the but plan. But we got sidetracked about film cameras, which I think is a cool place to be. I think it's I think it's a fantastic way to cap the week off. Oh, when I go back to the apartment tomorrow, I'm going to take a film photo from... Of it empty? Of it empty from the door. Take a picture. It's not completely empty. There's Here's a few bionicles on the floor, but... 
I was gonna say it'd be an idea of like to create one of the liminal space type photos that like it's kind of oh. unnerving but familiar at the same time is put the bird of paradise in the middle of the room that's empty and then just take a picture of that just in the middle nice. of the room on the floor empty i'm down i'll do that have you yeah i like that idea i like that a lot you're full of big brain ideas zach watson sometimes all the time actually, uh, seemingly. all the time all the time if you're also full of big brain ideas, then uh, send us an email to hi at bigdesigncompany.com or visit the website www.bigdesigncompany.com. And if you have a podcast question, send that to hi.theprocesspodcast at gmail.com. And my good sir, Zach Watson. Yes, sir. What is our Instagram? The process underscore underscore podcast. Beautiful. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you very, very much for listening. Enjoy your weekend and we'll see you on Monday. Peace. The process.